So we're going squatching. We're going squatching, bitches. Welcome back to Don't Touch My Sasquatch. We explore the mysteries of the cryptid, the creepy, and the unexplainable. We are your hosts. I am Josh. I continue to be Lennon, as always. Indeed. When are you going to change your name? (laughs) Follow us on Instagram. We are at Don't Touch My Sasquatch Pod. Go to our website at DontTouchMySasquatch.com. If you're enjoying the content and you want to support, show your support, join us on Patreon for ad-free episodes, exclusive content, and discount merch, and much more. Sorry, I got distracted <laughs> by what you were doing. <laughs> Please like, share, and leave us a rating. This will, help, this will all help us to be seen by more people, and we will greatly appreciate it. And thank you for those who have. Much appreciation. Absolutely. Muchas gracias. So when it's we've been talking about I'm playing footsie with you and I <laughs> I'm gonna attack you. <laughs> so on this week's episode, we are trying something new. We watched one of our favorite shows, Ancient Aliens, and we decided to pick two uh what would you call it? More out there yes. episodes yes. <laughs> to uh watch and then we're gonna basically present it and discuss it with each other. So, we need to discuss uh, who goes first here. Me or you, big boy? I'd say... Hey, uh, nope. You're not going to say anything. We're okay. going to have a coin flip. Is this one of the pre-Two-Face uh, Harvey Dent coins where it's both the same side? <laughs> Absolutely. All right, you call it. Heads or tails? Heads. Heads it is. Sweet. You can go first or you can defer to the next, uh, to the second half. <laughs> That's a tough one. <laughs> I, I will defer to you picking. Okay, I'll go first. Okay. 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 All right. My episode I chose was uh, episode nine of season eight. It was called Aliens and Superheroes. I figured we'd enjoy this one. So. That's a good one. You know the standard ancient alien. Opening. Yeah. So I'm going to do my best to replicate a little bit of that Mm -hmm. using my own words. All throughout history and spanning multiple cultures, humans have told tales of being with... Let me start. Humans have told tales of beings with incredible powers, like having amazing strength, super speed, and supernatural abilities. I don't know the noise for supernatural abilities. So yeah, it's talking basically it's making a comparison between ancient gods from like Greece and and uh, Hinduism and all that. Rome, ancient Greek gods and Roman gods. I don't think I have any Roman gods. Same gods, different name. Yeah, shove it. Greek <laughs> gods. <laughs> well, speaking of Greek gods, seeing as I can't get past them. <laughs> Ancient Greeks believed the Olympians were real. Mm-hmm. No surprise. I mean, back then, they it was less of a cut and dry, real and not real. It was put your hands down, put your hands in your lap. More of a cut and dry, less of a cut and dry. 
like it is today. Like nowadays, it's that's not possible type of thing. Mm-hmm. But was it possible these guys were actually real, mm-hmm. and they were ancient aliens or extraterrestrials? I just use the title. Is this the, when the first of the most repeated line in all of that show comes into play for you? The, uh, <laughs> is it possible as ancient alien, ancient astronaut, astronaut theorists theorist. believe? Yes. <laughs> Which is why I have that as my title of our right now. Oh, is it? Yeah. As ancient aliens, as ancient astronaut theorists believe is the title right oh, now. That is the most, There's they say it like five or six yeah. different times every episode. Yeah. So, as ancient astronaut theorists believe, they were extraterrestrials and came from another planet. But we'll get into what they believe. Oh. Some of these gods, they would create earthquakes, they can become invisible, they can harness lightning like Zeus. Mm -hmm. As I do. Well, you weren't supposed to disclose that. Now we're going to have another killer bee coming after us. (laughs) Now, on the Greek island of uh, Crete, in a cave, it is believed that is the location of the birth of Zeus. Archaeologists have found remains of religious offerings in this cave that date back 4,000 years. You know how they love questions. Could the ancient Greeks <laughs> leave these offerings for actual beings? <gasps> Could they have? Ancient aliens think, or ancient astronauts think so. believe so. <laughs> as they suggest. <laughs> as, as they suggest. I mean, one man's magic is another man's engineering. Oh, Magic is just some sort of um, knowledge that we don't understand, Mm -hmm. is what they say, which makes sense. Like, if you see some technological technological advancement that you don't understand, we might Mm -hmm. call it a UFO or USO, US, USA, UAP, UAP, USA, USA, USA. (laughs) The fire, salute (laughs) you. And in fact, the stories. Um, of similar godlike beings can be found on many, or basically every, because there's only seven of them, continent, and it supports the ancient ancient astronaut. Oh, that's a tongue twister. <laughs> you see, ancient astronaut theory of ancient people witnessing advanced technology. Got it. Now, I'm gonna insert a, a little thing from my our boy because I know you love him too, Giorgio <laughs> Suclinos, the other patron saint of our <laughs> absolutely. Show. I, did you know in high school I used to have hair just like him? I did know that. Oh, yeah. It was like a fro. It was huge. <laughs> oh, he was my hero. Except the show started. He still is my hero. <laughs> well, the show started after I was in, out of high school by a couple of years. Anyways. God, you're old. 34 is not old, okay? Asshole. So, <laughs> Giorgio says, superpowers don't exist. In Giorgio's opinion, it was just, it was people that had access to advanced technology. So it just goes. Yeah, it tracks. Yeah, it tracks. Historian and author Joseph Campbell found that every civilization that ever encountered the outside world, or how about that never encountered, I forgot the end, that never encountered the outside world, uh, all have similar st- hero stories mm-hmm. of godlike beings um, from ancient Greece, ancient India to ancient Norway. And this is what our board Drogio says about that. The fact that different cultures had similar hero stories shows that they were visited by the same teachers. Had to have been. Yeah, that sounded more like Barack Obama than fuck. <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> yeah, the cadence, at least, not the deep voice. I, I still enjoyed your JFK impression a few episodes back. I don't remember it. I, I like think that. I blocked it out. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
This year, oh, I don't <laughs> like, what is it? it was the first moon episode, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. My favorite episode to date. Ah, so good. So let's do some comparisons with today's superheroes. Doing it. We we are doing it. Yep. Very enthralled. I love it. Ancient astronaut theorist. I'm trying to get that that ancient alien theorist. Nope, nope. So ancient astronaut. That's yeah. Exactly. So that's fucking I'm hard. Like, I'm trying to. Well, the show do it like the show. Ancient alien. So that's yes. why it's confusing. Ancient astronaut theorists find it is very interesting for how similar today's superhero stories are to the stories of ancient heroes. Yeah, they they said that like every goddamn segment. They always repeat the same shit over and over. I could just do a whole episode saying the same line. Yeah. Maybe superheroes like uh, Superman resonate with us so much because our ancestors experienced them way back in the past. Mm. Here's some similarities. Superman came from another planet, and yes. he had superpowers. Yep. Um, not saying the aliens have superpowers, but that's what they said with similarities. Mm-hmm. Like ancient Sumer- Sumerians and Hindu gods that came from other planets to, uh, to Earth to help us move forward in life. Mm-hmm. Or protect us in some cases, too. Yep. Superman's a punk bitch. Calm down, Tiger. Now, you notice how all superheroes usually have like a I'm symbol well, on their chest. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I think the use of the uh, symbol on the chest comes from stories from long ago. Mm-hmm. So ancient heroes from Greek, Buddhist, and Christian religions all have symbols near the heart on their chest. Mm-hmm. Um, somewhere, whether it's like a medallion or on their clothing. Clothing. Closing. <laughs> nice. Today, almost every superhero has an icon on their chest, so they, they think there's a, you know, connection between that. Now, back in the day, yes, this symbol that they see, mm-hmm. you think it could be like Iron Man's arc reactor? Oh, you know, like actual technological. Could piece? it be? Could it be? <laughs> Ancient astronauts think say yes. <laughs> Ancient astronaut theorists believe. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, no. It could be. Yeah. So like this thing that's on their chest, kind of like Iron Man's arc reactor. It's a powering source. It's a powering source. Maybe, maybe not. Maybe. Maybe not. Maybe. Or maybe in our DNA or our genetic memory, we are remembering when the ancient gods did interact with us and protected us from the harmful, from other harmful beings, not the harmful beings, other harmful beings. Mm-hmm. Kind of like uh, superheroes versus supervillains. Oh. Yeah. You know, all superheroes have supervillains, and the best villains are always the the ones that have the opposite of that are the opposite of the hero. Same powers, different morals. Basically, yeah. So, so in this case, it's Zod. In this case, it's Zod for now. Um, but some some of these stories of uh, superheroes fighting supervillains with the fate of the world at stake, common between uh, different cultures in that time period. There is the Norse. The Norse with Thor fighting Loki at Ragnarok. Oh, Thor Odinson. Brother. Yeah, that's right. And that actually is part of the comics, too. Yes. You have the Greeks. You had the Titans that ruled over the world with the upstart heroes of the Olympians. Yep. And they fought, and the Olympians obviously won. Somehow these heroes... <clears throat> they trapped them in a cage. What's that? They trapped them in a cage. Yes, Unless you were going to say that. No, no, no. No, I was going to say somehow these, these heroes myths spanned through all cultures. Is it because extraterrestrials came to our planet and saved us all over the world? So the stories have been repeated many times and just different variations of them through different cultures? Mm, could it be? Could it be? Well, in India, the fifth book of the Mahabharata, 
Hey, yes, so I got it. Nailed it. First try, baby. No, really, it was the first try, people. I believe uh, you. Now let's try that again. Uh, India, the fifth book of the Mahabharata, depicted a clear description of a battle between these gods in the sky, or heavens, as they put it. Sure. They were flying cities battling in the sky. When they came together, it was said that two of the cities were destroyed. And when that happened, it looked like thousands of falling stars were dropping to Earth. In other words, like the sparks of like mm-hmm. a spaceship that was blowing up. Sure. And based on ancient wars for control of the Earth. So you have two like similar beings mm-hmm. fighting for control of the Earth. Now, yeah. I think we mentioned that in episode two briefly. We mentioned but, it on one of our episodes. Yeah. Well, we only did one on aliens. Well. So far. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's probably that one. And next week's not about aliens. It's about our investigation. Ooh, spoilers. We're doing an investigation, people. Oh, we're two days away from actually going there. I'm so excited. Yeah, we're getting a bunch of people talking about it with us. <laughs> let's, let's hope they Hopefully. all agree to do <laughs> interviews. <laughs> now, Sumerian text refers to one of the planets in our solar system uh, blowing up in a battle between two of these rivaling gods or or whatever you want to call them. Mm-hmm. And this planet that would have uh, theoretically blown up would have been the theoretical planet between Mars and Jupiter. Mm-hmm. Which is actually where astronomers say there should be a planet, but instead we have an asteroid belt. Mm-hmm. So could that have been a could the asteroid belt be that planet that blew up thousands of years ago? Could it be? It's planet Krypton. It's Dunzo. Ancient aliens, ancient astronaut theorists say yes. <laughs> or could this just all be bullshit? It could. It could be. Yeah, it could be. Most I don't know. It is. It's, it's interesting though. They have an asteroid belt right there. Yeah. And astronomers say there should have been a planet. Now, not saying alien war did it. could have been mm-hmm. the moon smashing into it. Right. Bring us back to episode six. <laughs> Call back, listen to it. <laughs> <laughs> Quick cut. Yeah. Have you ever heard of Planet X? Yes, I have. Yeah. All right, so we have supervillains versus superheroes. Now let's talk about the different types of superheroes. Now we have mm-hmm. superheroes that rely on technology. Yep. So they're the... You got Iron Man. You got Batman. Sorry. Who's, who's doing this episode? You. <laughs> <laughs> no, or this portion, not the episode. Um, <laughs> now I'm going to talk about someone who I know is one of your favorite because you just said it before we recorded. Yeah. In Lemnos, Greece, it is said that, that is an island, by the way, it is said to be the home of Hephaestus. Did I say that right? Hephaestus. Hephaestus. Sorry. I knew that was going to be a trouble. It's all good. As soon as I read it. Home of Hephaestus, which is the Greek god of technology. (laughs) (laughs) My bad. Uh, Hephaestus is the son of Zeus and Hera, by the way. But I didn't need to tell you that. I'm telling people. He was banished from Mount Olympus by Hera for being too small and deformed. Mm -hmm. Uh, He ended up actually being the blacksmith to the gods and made some pretty awesome... Made some good, some yeah. cool shit. And he did it on the island he lived on, Limonos, where the volcanoes on Limonos were said to be the entrance to his forge. Ooh. Ooh. And what did he forge there? Well, he forged magical items, objects, like armor, weapons used by the uh, Greek gods and, and superheroes, I almost said superheroes, and heroes. 
It is also said he created more amazing devices like a bronze bull that breathed fire and voices came out its nostrils, which I found hilarious. I got a talking bronze bull. bull bronze? Bleed. Oh, yes, yes. Breathed fire. Breathed fire, yeah, yeah. had voices That's coming out of like nostrils. That's kind of like the torture thing that they used to have. You ever yeah. seen that? Nope, I know what you're talking Fuck about. Fuck that. Put a fire underneath a bronze bull and put a person in, in there. It? Fuck yeah. that. Yeah, I went through that once. Oh, was it fun? I'm still here. I'm immortal. So it must have been a good time. Uh, you know, I'm 34, but I've been 34 for... See, I'm booked for next spring to go do it. I, I, well, It's all-inclusive package. Better, <laughs> better have some indestructibility. <laughs> <laughs> he also uh, he also is said to have created a giant robot named Talos mm-hmm. that defended the island of Crete, mm-hmm. which would be fucking scary as well as awesome to see. You know what's cool is that the Greeks... What's weird is that the, the ancient Greeks had a comprehension of what would their robot, what would a robot be to them? True. I never even, I didn't even think about that. Like, yeah, of course they probably didn't call it a robot. They just described it. Right. But what would a robot a be giant, to ancient Greeks? Quote unquote mechanical. Yeah. That, that, some kind of clockwork interesting. type thing. Hmm. Quick. I like it. I like your insight. Keep it, keep it coming. Is it possible that Hephaestus is an ancient alien being an ancient alien being mm-hmm. that wasn't a pause there yep. that brought advanced technology to earth. Could Let's see be. what our could be. Let's see what, uh, what our boy says. Yep. Ancestors had no advanced technology. They would have described alien visitors as having superhuman powers. Mm-hmm. Every time we you talk about what he says, I just see him in my head doing it. Cause I he's know. got such a way of talking. And, he does and saying things. I was going to try to, I, I told you this before. I was going to try to like incorporate his yeah. cadence. I, was I can't gonna, do it. I was going to too. But I, I can't do it. He's just, it's just, it's just great. He's, he he's a good character himself. He's a human being. <laughs> yes. It's like, he doesn't have a, uh, a pattern to his speech that's replica because it's all over the place. He'll emphasize words in the beginning or end or in the middle. He's Whatever just, the fuck he wants. He's just so enthusiastic about it. And that's, what's great. <laughs> yes. And he's as crazy as his hair, but not, Yes. Like like a Looney Tune crazy. For yeah. the older generation of people listening, and by older millennials, I mean, you might recognize from one of the earliest memes of <laughs> the aliens guy. Yes. That's him. Yes. He's great. Uh, what does that meme always say? It always has him, like, surprised. Yeah, looking. he's got the hands that you've been doing all all episode. All episode. I do every episode. You do. You talk with your hands. It kills me. Uh, he's got his hands out, and he's going, aliens. <laughs> and that's what the meme was, one of the original Could it memes. be? Could it be? <laughs> aliens. Well, some of the... Now we're going to move into the technology. He created the technology. Now, some of the heroes... Avestus here. Avestus, yes. yeah. So he creates technology. So if he was an ancient alien... Let me phrase that. If he was an extraterrestrial, maybe he was creating these for his fellow um, extraterrestrials yes. during war. Who does that remind you of? Well, you already said it. Batman. He's a normal human that uh, relies on technology to fight crime. Mm-hmm. He doesn't push the imagination past what we think people can already do. Mm-hmm. Not already do, but logically do. Like, sure. It also makes me think of Eitri. Who? Sorry. Eitri the dwarf. Oh, Thor. Think that. The he dwarf. Doesn't, he doesn't so much fight, but he crafts amazing armor That's true. and weaponry. And that was in uh, that Endgame. Oh, no, not Endgame. Infinity War. And Endgame. He was in Endgame? Was he? At the end, yeah. Pretty sure at the end he was in the big fight. I could be wrong. 
I'd seen it a hundred times. <laughs> I'm going to take your word for that. I don't remember seeing him, but it's cool. So he crafted stuff for yes, his he fellow, did. <laughs> not out of the realm of possibility. Exactly. And Iron Man is another one that also relies on technology. And money. What's up? And money. Oh, they said and bunny. And bunnies. <laughs> <laughs> well, Batman also relied on money. He was, you know, a billionaire. Oh, yes. So are Batman and uh, Iron Man accurate representations of what ancient astronauts believe the ancient gods really were? Could it be? Could it be? Gods who wore certain items of clothing or just certain uh, items in general that could magically do something that would be considered superhuman. Uh, this is like those, uh, those, 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 those. Someone hit me. I'm he, stuttering. He's broke. <laughs> <laughs> this is like the heroes that are... Uh, Regular humans until they put on technology. Not, 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 not. <laughs> Normal humans it's that use technology skipping. to become superhuman. Well, I'm reading this note like, why is this in here? <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to leave with that sentence. Could uh, it be? Other wearables in ancient Greece. Uh, notable stories. You got the golden fleece. <laughs> is that the invisible dude? Yeah, invisible, like fucking Harry Potter. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Mm, excellent. <laughs> uh, you got Hermes with his flight. Could it have been a flying suit? Uh, or a jetpack? He, he had wings on his feet. Right. He's so got jetpack jet feet. Yeah. There you go. Or Hercules' strength. Could it have been a robotic exoskeleton? Very well. Could have been. Uh, Zeus's lightning bolts. Uh, Ooh, brain le- gun. Ele- well, I was thinking electro- electrical uh, coils. Sure. You know. Yeah. I wasn't thinking electrical coils. They were thinking electrical coils. <laughs> I would never have made that They do the assumption. quick cut through every one of the people they're interviewing, and they're all saying a different thing. It could yes. be. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I could see it right now. <laughs> oh, man. yeah. I was disappointed that Travis wasn't in this episode. He wasn't in mine either. Well, maybe he showed up later. How about here, superheroes uh, hiding in plain sight? Uh, got technology. Now you got superheroes hiding in plain sight. Like Secret identity. See. Yes. I know where you're going. I, I would patch you on I the back, it. but you're too far away. I know superheroes. Yes. Secret identity or the ability to shapeshift um, is a possibility, too, from creature to being. Oh, like a skinwalker. Not a creature, but yeah. Similar. <laughs> uh, we don't talk about that anymore. Nope. Not since the one's been following me. <laughs> <laughs> He's actually right outside right now. Uh, they shapeshift to interact with um, humans, unrecognizable unrecognized and some stories uh the gods cannot appear to humans in their natural form because it would uh kill the human martian manhunter doesn't kill him but he does shapeshift to be he does human yes, looking yes, form yes. For okay them. i was about to say he doesn't kill him by his natural form no but it's so, more appealing. Go ahead. so is it misunderstood technology could it be could it be kind of like the transformers or think about the transformers they are mechanical versions of superman from another planet, the home planet got destroyed, and their war was brought to Earth. And they hide in plain sight. They transform into our vehicles and shit. They're not human, obviously. Mm-hmm. They're technology. Yeah. But uh, this leads into the Mayan god. I saw him up close. Mayan god Kukulkan. You did too. I did. I'm so jealous. I really wanted. It was to so see awesome. That. I know. I really the pyramid to see and all. Yeah. Chichen Itza. Chichen Itza, indeed. I want to go back again. That Fuck, was, I'm coming with you then. Uh, 
they they give you 45 minutes after the tour. They give you 45 minutes to walk around. It wasn't enough time. Yeah. Well, it's a huge complex. And I want to go on one of the solstices so it, you can yeah, get a picture of the snake awesome, down right? the side. Yeah. It's a quaddle. It's a quaddle. <laughs> so the Mayan god uh, Kuku Khan is described as being both human and a serpent that flew overhead. Yes. But he also talked to humans in human form. So how would he do that? Well, if you put yourself in the ancient uh, culture's shoes... Mm-hmm. If you see a spaceship land and a human come out of it, you would then interpret said spaceship and human as the same mm-hmm. serpent and human. Sure. So that's, you know, it makes sense if you, yeah. uh, what they were saying. There. And then if you worship them, you're going to create a landing pad for them and it's going to be a temple. Possibly. Could it be? Could it be? Much like Chichen Itza. Where was the landing pad? Uh, I saw the pyramid. One of the they, they, they said one of them was where I don't know. This happens all over the place. You know what? We'll talk about pyramids someday. Yes, and maybe we'll go into each uh, yes. civilization a little bit sorry. more. My brain jumps often. Don't be sorry. It's great. I love it. <laughs> or is it, or is it God's um, God-like beings disguising themselves as human? I think, like you said. You have Superman, who's a news reporter by day, named Clark Kent. Yes. Or you have Wonder Woman, who's a nurse by day, and is, is Diana Prince. There you go. What? Diana Prince, you're right. Yeah. Oh, did you think I was going to get that wrong? No. It was in the episode. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Plus, I love uh, superheroes, so. Yes, we do. We got another philosophical question here. <gasps> nope. We don't. Okay. This isn't a question. Oh, God. It is important to... So excited. It is important for these superheroes to uh, be able to sound and look like us, but then be able to tap into their super powers and help us without being recognized. I don't know why it's important, but it is. It is. In real life. I mean, obviously in the comics it's important because... Family members. People and you love. Exactly. The Joker's a fucking maniac. He's going to kill your Robin. He's one of my favorite villains. Oh, he's phenomenal. One of them. Yeah, just total lunatic. Yeah. Or is it in our genetic memory in terms of uh, we're trying to remember why this is in this right here? <laughs> I was laughing because you were doing the, uh, you seen Raiders of the Lost Ark? Yeah. <laughs> right at the beginning when he's doing the bag switch with the temple, the the Alfred Molina Character is in the side. He's going like this with his hands <laughs> as he's watching. And he no. just did that. It was just like, random. Quick cut. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's our genetic memory remembering our encounters with these extraterrestrials and the capabilities that they had. And we are now, nowadays, trying to recreate it from our genetic memory, as they mm-hmm. say, in a storytelling way. Mm-hmm. Or maybe we're remembering it because we once had these capabilities and they were turned off in our DNA for some reason through genetic um, engineering. Yes. Yeah. Could it be? be? That'd be fucking awesome. It would be. We're going to be mutants. So maybe we are, we're, or that maybe we originated on another planet and we were seated by, or we were seated by the ancient aliens. I'm, I'm getting distracted by my own hands now. Like, <laughs> Just, Watching what they're doing like, in a mind of their own. Like, You're straight really, up Doc Ock over I, here. <laughs> I am trying to keep them in my lap, but then they just fling up. <laughs> and I'm like, it distracts me. Oh, my God. Uh, so good. 
Well, you know. All right, we have genetically mutated heroes, the next category of heroes. Those are Spider-Man and the Radiation Mutants, yes. And Hulk with Gamma Ray, all those type of things. We could talk about soups for hours. We could, but that's not what we do right now. No, it's not. Maybe a spinoff podcast someday, but let's... You can't hit that. What? Every time you do it, you say quick quat. <laughs> quick quat. There you go. So, now, going off this, we're gonna, I'm going to try to say this name in India. Okay. There's a location in India. Yep. Anjanari. There's a cave that is surrounded by forests and mountains and is believed to be where the Hindu mythology's greatest hero was born. Sorry, that fucking bird. It is, yeah. Hanuman is what I wanted to finish yes. my sentence. <laughs> yes, that bird, that bird. Um, he's just part of the podcast now. He's our third. He's, he's chiming the, in. The second mascot. That he is our is, Thunderbird. Until he dies. Oh, I mean, soon. birds don't live forever. Little Squatch is here looking over us yeah. with satisfaction. And he's meditation. like a young me. Look at his hands. They just don't go down. <laughs> right. I'm proud of you for not taking the six pack out of it. <laughs> what? You said he's like a young man. I'm like, up. Oh, he's going for the six pack. <laughs> no, no, no. The hands, the hands. No. <laughs> so, as I was saying, there's a cave, and it's home to Hindus. Myth- <laughs> Let's sit on my hands. <laughs> Hindu mythology's greatest hero. His name was Hanuman. Oh, I like it. I said it. He did it. I'm proud of myself. I said that. I couldn't get that earlier this morning. <laughs> his father was a god, was the god of wind, and his mother was a mortal human. You can just see my, my shoulders tense. I'm really trying I'm not to. Yeah. I'm watching you watching me. Mm. This gives him the power of, of the wind god, and he can fly and grow um, in different sizes. So he's a demigod. Mm-hmm. Maybe his uh, father was an um, ancient not saying ancient alien. It's like stuck in my head now. His father has extraterrestrial and he banged a normal mortal chick. woman. Yeah. yeah. Normal chick. But he's oft, often depicted as a half human, half monkey. So that would be a weird. That's a, yeah, that's a strange combination. <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> Hot combination. Scotch Romanian. Does this show a genetic alteration? Superhuman? From our past? Could it be? Genetically altered superhuman from our past? Mm-hmm. Yes. I said that wrong. Ancient astronaut theorists say yes. <laughs> uh, you heard this so many times. It's nonstop. Was it in your episode too that constantly says stuff like that? All the fucking time. Yeah. Oh, they also have a couple examples of hybrid creatures in ancient cultures. From around the world. There's the elephant head god Ganoush in India. There's Egyptian god Kepra depicted as a beetle. There's the winged horse. Horses, actually, multiple. In Syria and Sumeria myths. Sumerian myths. There's they pop the, up in Greece, too. In Rome. There's... What were you saying? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> I'm told to contribute, and I contribute at the wrong times. <laughs> You're fine. The winged horse appear in Greece and Rome, too, as Pegasus. Pegasus, yeah. I don't know why they didn't say that. Just Syrian and Sumerian myths. I'll just raise my hand when I'm ready to speak. Nice. Next time. <laughs> oh. <Woo. laughs> um, are these examples of altered beings or creatures from our past? I didn't say that in the right tone, did I? 
Could it be? Could it be that these are examples of altered beings from our past? Could it be? It is, as ancient alien shit, <laughs> as ancient astronaut theorists believe. In ancient Sumeria, Sumerian tale of creation, the Anunnaki put their genetic marker on us and made us in their image. Just stop smiling. My hands. No, I was smiling because I've been waiting to talk about the oh, Anunnaki. Okay, okay. Since you mentioned Sumeria, I'm not paying attention to your hands. Oh, no. All oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> you come on every episode. I just usually cut it out. Enjoy it. <laughs> if I can't move my hands, I'm going to twiddle with the cord here. That's all right? what I do down here. <laughs> Jesus. All right. So the their creation. The Anunnaki. Anunnaki. They come from Planet X. This is what they say. Oh, really? That's what they say. Well, they didn't say that in the episode because we're just talking about Fuck, superheroes. that book, Chariot of the Gods? Yes, by Danikin. Danikin? Not Dan. Yeah. Danikin? Who's it by? Um, It's blanking right now. Uh, Jamie, can you look that up for us? Von Danikin? I don't think it is. Do I get a Coke if it is, even though I don't drink Coke? You get a lunch. Chariot of the Gods by Eric von Däniken. <laughs> Victory is mine. Well, now that that was Shit. settled. What? <laughs> came in hot. Well! <laughs> My apologies. I did not mean to come in hot. Us being genetically modified or genetically engineered would explain how we went from Neanderthals with no missing link. Mm-hmm. To our brain doubling in size, mm-hmm. our thumbs becoming more usable, us walking more upright, more easier, easily, and many more changes that happen in a relatively short period of time. Mm. So it kind of makes sense to be genetically altered. Some people's brains doubled in size. Mine didn't. Some stayed the same. Mine shrank. <laughs> oh, woman. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, that was how I ended it, honestly. Perfect. Was just that thought process of maybe we were genetically engineered. They like to end it on those big questions. Yeah. The same yeah. questions they start with, mind you. Yes. Big questions at the end. No question is answered. Worded different. They're just, well, it could be. Could it be? Could it be? So that is the episode I, I watched. It was a brief summary. Brief mm-hmm. summary. I didn't give away everything. Sure. Um, again, season eight, episode nine. Yep. Uh, aliens and superheroes. You know, Go good. check that one out. You I know, actually enjoyed it. I, I enjoyed listening to talk about it, which is why I think maybe it would be um, a progression of this episode type for Patreon could be we do a commentary while watching an episode. Let us know what you think. <laughs> DTScast at gmail. We'd have to, we'd have to figure out a way to do that. That'd be interesting, actually. Yeah, well, so we'd do this instead of TV. Now, I have one last thing that I want to do. Yes. Um, but I want to do it after your story. Okay. Um, it's a, so while you're telling your story, if there's any questions you want to add to this, please do, because I would love you to join me on this. It's, they have like 500 questions. None answered, but 500 questions. Nonstop. I wrote down roughly 10 of them. I don't know if I'm going to say all 10, but and I'm going to ask you uh, some, if not all of them, depending on if you have any that you want to contribute to. I didn't really write down many of them. That's fine. You don't That's have to. That's not to say I can't just so, look it up quick. This what? is usually right after the commercial breaks, or right before, I should right say. Both, yeah. yeah. Beginning, middle, and the whole damn time. All Actually, it. it was the whole episode when I was watching. Oh, it's nonstop. My episode is season four, episode 10, entitled Aliens and Dinosaurs. Bum, bum, bum. <laughs> Ice um, Age reference. Nope. 
That's the crude. Fudge. <laughs> it is. Walking IMDb here. <laughs> well, you had to get one of them right. Get the book wrong. <laughs> Fuck. Um, so my episode was entitled Aliens and Dinosaurs. The episode description. Uh, I watched mine on Discovery Plus. <laughs> um, if you guys are looking to check these episodes out, they're on Discovery Plus. Uh, was there some on Peacock? There's some on Peacock. Um, also, if you have Sling, just go to History Channel, and it's a yeah. lot of the episodes there. Assuming that you have just streaming stuff like most people nowadays. But anyway, so the episode description was, Researchers have found a depiction of a dinosaur within Angkor Wat's ruins. We'll talk about Angkor Wat soon. So, episode opens up in Oxfordshire, England. The episode begins in 1819 with the discovery of skeletal fragments by paleontologist William Buckland. I love his name. William Buckland. Buckland. 1819. That's Ice Age. Buck. Buckland. Buck. Yes, it is. Buck, yeah. 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 The, the one that rides the dinosaurs and all that. Sure. Um, you know our... Yeah, what's his what? last name? Buck, Buck. What? He's got a last name. Are you talking about the weasel guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Buck. Buck. What's his last name? Buck. He's got a different... It's a Buck something or other. Anyways, that's not fucking important. <laughs> We're looking it up. Buck Wild. Buck Wild. I knew it. It came to me right at the end there. <laughs> He's an English weasel, too. <laughs> He's too. It's so good. Oh, William Buckland. Um, the fragments, including a piece of a lower jaw, would make Buckland the first European to officially record the discovery of a dinosaur, or as he called it, a Megalosaurus. Ooh. That's what they said. I don't know if he named this thing. I don't know if the Megalosaurus is, because, is named that because of him now. But I do know that it wasn't until like the mid 1800s or so that they discovered, not discovered, but they started to figure out hey, these were alien, aliens. Wow. We'll get into that in a minute. <laughs> that they discovered that these um, dinosaurs were actually like creatures. They yeah. thought, uh, I've even read, an, I've read an article at one point. This is kind of a tangent. Go ahead. But the first president of the United States believed that. Bill Clinton. Sure. He's old enough, goddamn. Believed that. There was a race of giant humans, and that's what they thought that the dinosaur oh, yeah, skeletons yeah. were. Yeah. Um, yeah, I knew, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a Michael Crichton book called um, Jurassic Park. Don't say it. No, it's not that one. Uh, Dragon Teeth, I think it's called. Anyway, it's about early paleontology, but that's a good read, too. So they actually didn't start believing in dinosaurs for or as a creatures. They right. thought they were giants. But anyway, so this is that cool is that in 1819, he was a paleontologist, and he actually had an understanding of the dinosaurs. Could you imagine find, thinking that there were giants finding a brontosaurus bone? <laughs> right. Holy shit. Or a fucking six-foot-tall femur. Like, what in the actual fuck? Uh, Houston, we have a problem. This thing looks like my femur, but it's six-foot-tall. Yeah, it's wild. So. Nice. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah, after we're introduced to William Buckland and his discovery, making him the first European to discover a dinosaur. Uh, the episode hits you with quick dino facts to fucking get you pumped about dinos. <laughs> I'm already pumped. Oh, yeah. Uh, some facts they let us know. Uh, thousand species we know of, thousands more we don't. Well, hold up. <laughs> <laughs> thousand species we know of. I get that part. Yeah. Thousand species we don't. Thousands of species we don't know of. <laughs> How do you know there's thousands? Exactly. It's <laughs> my favorite. <laughs> there's so many. There's so much shit in this episode like that. Uh, thousands more we don't. Quick up. Dinos have been discovered on every continent. 
Okay, yeah. <laughs> yep. Check. <laughs> this, is, this is going to... There are flying dinos, meat-eating dinos, plant-eating dinos, some big, some small. Yep. <laughs> no news there. But they're giving you some very needed quick facts, okay? Yes. It's an overview of a dinosaur. Yes. The, the pairing, wonderful pairing with this is some um, glorious Bastards. CGI of dinosaurs. Oh, really? That would um, make bowling alley strike screens jealous. <laughs> it's so that bad. <laughs> it's it's so good. Well, you said season four, so they're in their infancy. They're, they probably don't have no. the budge. Oh, God. Jet. It's, it's but rough, jet. but it's funny. <laughs> and our boy Giorgio is there? Oh, yeah. Is this pretty, like, is, seven-foot afro? His hair's not quite there yet, but it's yeah. there. It's getting there. Yeah. You can see the start of it. You see him in his last uh, season here? Yes. Huge. Enormous. Huh? Like, what every season do we just go bigger and bigger and bigger? <laughs> uh, what other dino effects? Um, oh, here we go. Elephant is tiny compared to dinosaur. Titanosaur. 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 Elephants are tiny compared to titanosaur, with a weight in at around a hundred tons, and it was hundreds of feet tall. Yep. Check. Uh, here's some quick facts. Or not quick facts. Here's a new fact nobody's heard of yet. Dinos had feathers. <laughs> Didn't know that. They did. Well, that's the weird thing. Some of them did. Oh man. Yep. No, I knew that. Um. So we end the dino facts segment with getting into the meat and potatoes. God damn, yes. I see it. Yes. Uh, we end the Young dino facts segment. Padawan. Use your hands. <laughs> Use the force. You've been corrupting me lately. I have. Do you want to tell them how I corrupted you? We're going to go right back to episode three at the end of episode three, and we're going to revisit your statement you tried to get me triggered on. Uh, Do you remember it? I've made a switch. Apple's the most superior product. I've done the Android thing. I've done a thing. Which Android did you get? S22 Ultra. S22 Ultra. Same as you. Oh. With the amazing camera. Just for the family that listens. Oh God! They're did, gonna kill me. <laughs> did did I convince you, or did you actually do research and do yourself? Um, or do yourself. Oh my! Don't tell me that part. <laughs> I don't. I, so whenever I do anything new or buy anything, yeah. I do hours and hours of research to the point where when I get it, I know everything about it, so I'm all set and prepared. And <laughs> after we recorded last week, you and I were watching. Uh, a video on YouTube. Right. And you were like, holy shit, because it was like continue watching was thousands of these videos on Yes. Them. Yeah. That's how I am. So yes, I've made the switch. So far I'm very happy. It's pretty nice. Samsung, if you're listening, I Sponsor have... Sponsor us. I still have to pay I, this phone off, so pay the rest of it for me. <laughs> I was more thinking I have three iPhone users that are now using Samsung. Can I get a little kick Can back? I get a, Can I get a little... Yo. How you doing? <laughs> doing. <laughs> Proceed with your dino facts of your tiny saurus. Tiny saurus. <laughs> okay, so this ends the dino facts segment. Oh, I'm gonna get us into they walk too. <laughs> yes, <laughs> they did this throughout the whole episode. It was just obvious dino stuff. They're like, some dinos are on land, some dinos <gasps> swim, some fly. Oh my! Actually, Lord. the flying, the flying ones, and. Um, the flying ones and the, wow, <laughs> and the water ones they said are not called dinos. What are they called? F- flying ones and water ones. <laughs> they didn't say flying and aquatic, maybe. They, yeah, yeah okay. they said the dinosaurs is strictly uh, what we think of the land ones. Gotcha, know? gotcha. Which is the main focus of what they're talking about here, pretty much. 
So this is the point where the dino facts ends and starts to get into the um, the questions that we talked about that they do all the time. Mm-hmm. Yes. So the transition. Transition. The transition goes. <laughs> While paleontologists study them, ancient astronaut theorists have otherworldly connection to their demise. Oh, like what? Uh, we're pew, getting pew, into the... Pew, pew, Oh, God damn it. Is it? Yes. <laughs> Well, I didn't know. I haven't seen this episode. This okay. is one I have not seen, so I'm so this is intrigued. Where get, yeah, so we're getting some of the dinosaur extinction theories from them. Yes. Dinosaurs were around for millions of years, more than humans have been around. So what level of intelligence do they possess? There's one of those questions. I did write some down, I guess. We'll unpack that later. Our boy Giorgio. Oh, what does he have to say? He says, dinosaurs could very well have been an experiment by extraterrestrials with life on Earth. First failed experiment. Yeah. Well, well that's the thing. They think they, f- they think that dinosaurs got to be a little too out of control. Yeah, they believe that. <laughs> They're too stupid, too. <laughs> There's no advancing this thing. What the fuck? Right. Well, so that's, that's the point that they're making is that we've only been around for like. Right. Accepted Small. hundreds of thousands of years. They were around for millions and millions and millions of years. God damn it. Or as the one guy says, 65 of millions of years. <laughs> he put it all in there, huh? I enjoy how he says that. He did it a couple different times. God damn it, Jimmy Jabe. Who let the reptilians do this one? Jimmy Jim. We're going to we're going to take over the experiment. No, no, you guys go back in your caves. We got this, you fucking idiots. We got it handled. Giant lizards. Who thought of this? Fucking idiots. God. <laughs> Bob, you take over. Right. So, with our limited time, we've had how much evolution? And um as you had mentioned, doubled in brain size, and we're very short, period. dominant species yeah. on the earth because of our oh, brain. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that we know of. Um, oh. So dinosaurs were, for millions of years, what, did they just stay, quote-unquote, animals the whole time? There's no progression. Doesn't seem to be, yeah. Exactly. So the accepted extinction of, the accepted um, extinction cause of these dinosaurs was an event that took place 65 million years ago, and it was an asteroid that was eight miles across, struck the Earth at 12 miles per second in the Gulf of Mexico near the Yucatan Peninsula. Uh, it hit with a force of equivalent of 100 million megatons of TNT. That's a bad day. 100 million megatons of TNT. That was a fucking mouthful. Ancient astronaut theorists. Astronaut theorists. Astronaut theorists. That, that's that's a bad day though. Seriously, yes. Uh, an ancient astronaut theorist, Giorgio, thinks the extraterrestrials wanted to trade dinosaur for human life in their own image. So then, so that was a we'll bomb. Get, not we'll get, a we'll get to that. Yes, but I just want to touch back on the extinction event. So you got this eight mile across hit the Gulf of Mexico. Right, that's what we got now. So who, the dinosaurs that weren't killed by the heat wave and the fucking explosion. Nuclear winter. Yes, nuclear winter. There's that. Also, d- uh, debris. Uh, so everything got kicked up in the atmosphere, and there was a, the earth was blocked out from the sun. Right. Killed vegetation. Killed So that killed the plant-eating dinosaurs that survived on maybe the opposite side of the world. Right. Lots of ways for these fuckers to die. If we didn't get you with this, then we got you with that, and that, and that, and that, and you're dead. But they what bring a, up a point later on. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Hey, no, no. What's the point they brought up? Not all of them died. Right. Which is weird. Yeah, I was going to say, like, Not crocodiles. saying it's a smoking gun. There's also things 
the uh, the water animals, the aquatic animals yeah. or dinosaurs. Yeah. Some went extinct and some didn't, like whales and mm-hmm. some just, progressed yeah. into what we got now. They talk about that later. Now I don't know if it's so much as what they're suggesting they survived being, but I. Th- I'm just not as read up on that as, as right. it, there's got to be. Anyway. It's so. the same with humans, right? <clears throat> yeah. We weren't around back then, or were we? I don't think we were. No, when no, no, Neanderthals no. came after that. <laughs> no, no, no. We <laughs> were not. Uh, but, or were we? It was, a, it was a joke going with your failed experiment. and Yeah, you transitioned it for me. Oh. <laughs> or were we? I did that on purpose. <laughs> I am uh, clairvoyant. Yes. Oh, yeah, so our boy Giorgio thinks the extraterrestrials wanted to trade dinosaurs for human life in their own image. So, another question. Might the dinosaurs have been the target of extermination? All of this question, equipped with a graphic of a spaceship chasing down a pack of dinosaurs and shooting lasers at them and dropping them one by one. That's why when you went, I was like, yes, (laughs) just a great graphic of them just flying after a pack of dinos, shooting them with lasers. I like it. Why wasn't that in the new Jurassic uh, World movie? It would have been interesting. Pew, 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 pew. Yeah. So they think that, as ancient astronaut theorists believe... Nice job. Thank you. uh, The the extinction was not so natural. Or maybe it was natural, but was aided with um, extraterrestrial help for a reason. They tractor beamed a damn eight-mile-wide ass... uh, Not ass. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Asteroid. Yes. Um, they come back to this towards mm-hmm. the end of the episode. We circle so back. I, I will as well. We'll touch back on that. But for now, they jump to dinosaurs and men, men, man coexisting. Men, 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 We're taking us to, we're taken by the episode to your place, Chichen Itza. Oh, I thought you meant my apartment. I was like, oh, when were they there? <laughs> This is my favorite point of the whole episode because this is what I love about ancient aliens. They just take it so far-fetched and they're like, this is it. It's got to be it. This is the smoking gun. But it's like so far-fetched. It's my favorite part of the episode. They say, because we're in Chichen Itza now. Yes. You have to wonder if it's not some strange coincidence that the Yucatan, which experienced the devastating asteroid strike causing the extinction of the dinosaurs, is the same place as the main habitational point of the Maya. It, it, okay. It's not some strange coincidence. It's got to be for a reason that the Maya settled in the same spot an asteroid hit 65 million years ago and killed the dinosaurs. Possible. Same with the Egyptians, right? <laughs> right. It's just, it kills me that they're just like, that's it. That's it. It's got to be. That's it. Sold. Um, one of the other guys, he goes, nobody has ever touched upon this detail and it needs to be explored further. No one's touched on it because is, is this something? Well, <laughs> Did they explore it further? Uh, yeah, kind of. Oh, damn. I was hoping you'd say no. Not really, though. No, no. (laughs) This needs to be explored further. So, next topic. It's like, (laughs) they're like, it can't be some strange coincidence. Can it, though? (laughs) I mean. Asteroids have hit the Earth. All over. All over. (laughs) But the reason why they're talking about Chichen Itza and the Yucatan is because there is a few different depictions that the mayas have of dinosaurs coexisting with humans really yes so uh the main one that they talk that they're talking about is a mural at a place called banampak okay aced it 
the mural is depicting a dinosaur. Um, there's like a ceremony going on. And there's like what looks like a blue from Jurassic World. Though really? it's, it's just straight up Velociraptor, it looks like. Um, I'm going to show you the picture real quick. Okay. Because I think it's worth noting. If everyone wants to watch the episode or just look up dinosaur at B-O-N-A-M-P-A-K. Sorry, I had it up. And all my tabs went away on accident. Oh. Bonham Park. So. So what was Bonham Park? Um, it's like a temple. There's just a bunch of murals around. I went it's not to, at Chichen Itza. I went to think. Chichen Itza. And then there was another out by Playa del Carmen. It was like two mile, or two hours away I went to. Yes. Yeah, no, I definitely didn't see that. Okay. There was murals there, though, but not, so not this a colored is, one. Yeah, so this is the like ceremony depiction, the zoomed out thing going on. Yeah. Right there is the dinosaur. There, and then this is a zoomed in version of it. But when it's zoomed in, you can that's see it's a just headdress. a headdress, yeah. And that's a serpent head, which is Quetzalcoatl, right? It's Quetzalcoatl, yeah. Because it's, uh, serpents it's a serpent were... head with the fucking hair coming out of the top of it, yeah. So it it does, yes, looks like a velociraptor. Needs to be explored. They flash further. it on the screen so quickly. They're like dinosaur next, because <laughs> it's like if wonder you, why. If you kind of look a little harder, you'll see it's a headdress. That does look like um, Quetzalcoatl, which is who they worshipped. Yeah. It still needs to be explored further. It's not a coincidence. Okay. No, no. It wasn't a coincidence. They they um, worshipped a serpent god. Yeah, and that thing looks like a serpent. And they wore a serpent headdress. Right. It's, it's a raptor. Yes, don't worry. The rest of the evidence is actually kind of not convincing, but it's kind of weird and cool and interesting. So, after... It's a table. I know. We need a new table. We need a studio that's got central air. Let's start with a table. <laughs> Buy the shirts, people. <laughs> Help, please. <laughs> now, after Chichen Itza, we are sent to... I like how I did that. We're uh, sent to Angkor Wat in Cambodia. Uh, Angkor Wat is one of the largest temple complexes in the world. And one of the temples... I think they said the name. I can't remember. I thought I wrote it down. Ah, Ta Prom. What was that name? Ta Prom. Ta Prom. Ta T A space P R O H M. For everyone to look it up. Yes. Um, There's animal carvings into what they're calling medallions on the wall. It's just like round circles with animal carvings. Have you seen this? I have not. You're shaking your head like you're like, yes, I know what it is. (laughs) No, I'm I'm being enthusiastic. I appreciate it. (laughs) Um, So there's animal carvings uh, on these medallions on the walls, supposedly depicting animals that roamed during the time of construction of this temple. Gotcha. This temple is really cool looking, and it's pretty impressive. I'm just, I'm a big history fan, so I've enjoyed looking all this. Lay the knowledge down. And one of these medallions, uh, like I said, at Top Rome, uh, it depicts a stegosaurus equipped with plates running down its back. And yeah. it's not like... Go ahead. It's not a headdress, is it? No, it's like a legitimate stegosaurus okay. this time. They got one right. Yes, they did. It's cool. Um, you can see all the other animals around. There's elephants, bears, yada, yada. Uh, so this one's an actual stegosaurus. Now, they talk about it later on, and I'll probably touch on it again because my notes follow this episode that jumps. But sure, during the construction of lots of ancient sites... There had to have been skeletal remains found of fossilized dinosaur bones, just as we do today. Right. But, as they say later on, and I have it written down, and I know I'm stepping on my own foot, <laughs> it took us a while with our modern understanding just to figure out how these all place together. Yes. 
this is all of the same dinosaur. This is not three different dinosaurs. Right. But it took us a while to figure that out ourselves and to be able to figure out what it looked like based off of the skeleton. Without the flesh. The skeleton without the flesh. Yes, and exactly. they have the flesh, I'm assuming, on the That's picture. my point, yes. They have the full fleshy animal itself. It's pretty cool. Um, so that would be T-A. You could just look it up yourself if you want. <laughs> Toprom, P-R-O-H-M, Stegosaurus. On Google Images, and it's going to be like... There he you're is. You're going to see them all right there. There's that bastard. So you can see the plates on it. It it's it's a strip stegosaurus. It does. Cool. I don't know what other animal that would it would. Well, be what other animal would have a plate down its back? Exactly, so. and on its tail. Yes, interesting. I like it. Go so, check it out, people. Seriously, yeah, watch the episode. Look it up if you don't watch the episode. Um, so that's a pretty cool one. Um, wow, I'm an idiot. <laughs> Had what? I just kept reading my notes, that's what I was about to say. <laughs> what? Uh, ancient civilizations must have encountered dinosaur skeletons in construction projects. But even 200 years ago, we had issues figuring out what they were and how they fit together. Sounds familiar. Human-dinosaur interaction is the only accepted answer, according to ancient alien theorists. Only. Ancient astronaut theorists. Human-dinosaur interaction is their only explanation. That's it. That's it. Case Um, closed. Quick cut. Now we're going to to Sodio Hills in Botswana. Botswana. Sodio Hills. T-S-O-D-I-L-O. Hills, Botswana. Um, in 2001, archaeologists discovered what is believed to be the oldest known religious artifact made by the San people, not sand people, San. Back um, to Star Wars. Yes. It is a large serpent carved into stone. Everybody loves a fucking snake, is what I wrote. Yeah. Uh, do you have the picture of it brought up? No. If you look up Sodia Hills, Botswana, serpent. Got it. Yes, it's um. This is one. This is one to. This is one to try and figure out. Um, this is one of the ones where they put a huge outline on it, <laughs> of it on the uh, over top of the image on the episode, of so you can really do. see what you're looking at. If they don't do that, then how else would you know? Yeah, it's just. I mean, yeah, it could be a. It could be carved into a snake. I guess. Yeah. No, I can see it without the. There's no outline in this picture. I can see. You the, can make an it. Eye. Out. I can see a nose and yes. mouth. But. But. That could that everybody could actually loves, be. Everyone loves a snake. Mm-hmm. Everyone worships a snake. It seems like in every ancient society. But if you look at that picture and ain't no snake, what is it? Can you tell? It's a brachiosaurus. Oh, it's a brachiosaurus head and neck. It ain't a snake. Um, so they, sure, we'll go with that. Yeah, that's what they're saying. That's what they're telling uh, us. Uh, they they weren't carving a snake or a serpent like every other society does. The uh, only answer is that they were um, witness to brachiosauruses roaming their desert. I got it. The aliens had a ray that turned the dinosaurs into fucking stone, and that is one of the... Uh, Might have... Could, could it. it be? Um, every time a question about humans and dinosaurs existing at the same time, science explains it away. Fucking dirty bastards. They said fucking dirty bastards. And no, they, they, said love the, it. they said the first part. I'm adding little bits of <laughs> fucking murder. dirty. Yeah. So they were they were like pissed. They're like every single time we find a connection that humans and dinosaurs walk together, science says it doesn't. It's not possible. <laughs> Who the fuck needs science? Yeah. Okay. Another question. I did write these down, and I 
Do you want me to not say them? No. Okay. Is it possible our earliest ancestors met dinosaurs and passed the knowledge down? Possibly. Could it be? Um, ancient, a- ancient astronaut theorists believe yes. Believe so. Uh, taking us to quick cut, Roland T. Bird. It's helping me read. <laughs> what was that? Quick cut. That's fine. Roland T. Bird um, in 1930 in Dinosaur Valley State Park in Glen Rose, Texas. I've been there. Have you really? Uh, yeah. Cool. Pretty sure, I'm pretty sure I've been there, yeah. So you could have seen this. Um, when did you go? When I was visiting my dad. When he lived there. When he lived in Texas. He took me there. All I remember is slipping on a rock into some water and him laughing. That is all I remember. Oh. And then I had to fucking ride in a car for two hours with wet pants. Nice. But that's all I remember. So what do we got I here? I went to the Devil's Hole, I think it's called. Oh, I bet you did. The Devil's Hole. What was that? Anyway. Does, does Courtney know I, you talk about it like this? I slipped down the rock stairs. <laughs> I fell down like eight feet oh. midair down the stairs, and I landed on one of the stone stairs right on my shin, and I fucked my shin up. But I just remember midair watching. Shout out to my brother. Midair watching him, <laughs> like, covering his ears. Oh. <laughs> he was covering his ears while I was midair. It was, like, slow motion watching, and he's like, I asked him later, and I was like, why were you covering your ears? I was like, I was waiting for you to yell, and I didn't want to hear it. <laughs> I slipped down a pair of rocks. Those are slippery. They are. So when we went to, when we, when I went to, uh, when we went to Chichen Itzu, <laughs> what? Chichen Itza. Sorry. I slipped down a pair of stairs, too. When we went to Chichen Itza, yeah. uh, there's cenotes around there. They're like sinkholes that have water all in them. Oh, that's cool. But they are rock steps down to the cenote. Yeah. And that's kind of like what this was. Yeah. The, so there's two levels in this one that I'm remembering. You go down, then there's like an observation mm-hmm. level, and then you go down more steps to the actual water. Going down the first set of steps, I slipped <laughs> and went down a couple steps on my ass. Yeah. And ran into some dude. Oh, God. Thankfully, he stopped me. Get back up, dust myself off, like, oh, I'm fine. This didn't happen. <laughs> Meanwhile, oh, this fucking hurts. <laughs> it does hurt. Yeah, my, well, my shin stone was, stops. Yeah, my shin was bleeding. and I bet it was. indent and no feeling in my shin to this day. Dude, where were we? Dinosaur <laughs> Valley State Park. Hell of a danger. <laughs> yeah, it was. Um, Roland T. Bird in 1930 discovered what appeared to be human footprints alongside dino footprints. In the same exposed layer of riverbed limestone. Yeah. Okay. Bigfoot. <laughs> uh, so you, you see the dinosaur footprints walking. Yes. And in one of the footprints, there is, in one of the dinosaur footprints, there is what looks to be a human footprint. And it's in the same exact layer, like I said. Was it barefoot or shoes? Uh, it was Nikes. Uh, Air, they were Air Force Ones. Time traveler. <laughs> no, I was just barefoot. I you know. can see the little toes, obviously. Yeah. Um, apparently, this is this type of evidence is found in other parts of the world too. Really? Did they show it? Did they talk about it? No, just this. Get fucked. <laughs> um, mainstream science says this. Uh, mainstream science says wow that this evidence found at Dinosaur Valley is inconclusive at best, according to these ancient astronaut theorists. It's impossible every single dino died off and many must have survived for several million years after. Like I said, it circles back. Right. Because 
there was nowhere else for him to go with that. Of course not. <laughs> yeah. Um, so now we're going yes. back to the extinction event. So did they show the actual footprint? They did. Unquote? Yeah. Was it clear or was it one of those things where it's like, um, okay, you have to use your imagination? It's kind of clear. Let's see. If we do dinosaur. So what you're saying is the aliens abducted all the humans and then caused the extinction and then replanted us after replanted or fucking trees. Re put us on earth after it was cleared. Sure. Check. Check, please. There. There's my theory. Got it. Perfect. Uh, Dinosaur Valley National Park Human Footprints. I guess I could have just looked that up, too. That's all good. Um, I'm trying to find it for the wonderful listeners. See, you can see all the little footprints around. I don't... The the human footprint's not popping up. The one footprint that looks like a human foot that does pop up is not it, so nobody get fooled by that. The print is of a three-toed dino print with a human print on the inside of it. Looks like you might just have to watch the episode to find that one. This is kind of cool, though. I'd like to see this. Is there dino footprints around? So, yeah, check the episode out if you want to see that. It's, uh, I don't know. It's interesting. It's something. It's something. Um, so hey, there's the puddle I slipped in. <laughs> the exact one <laughs> in this giant national park. It is pretty cool, though. The yeah, footprints. Like yeah. So, yeah, as I said, they jump back to the extinction. Um, stuff. So according to these guys, uh, it's impossible to conceive that every single dino died off and many must have survived for several million years afterwards. Yeah. Several million. Several million. Yeah. They also believe that the carbon dating method to be unreliable and believe that some fossils, fossils discovered could possibly, could possibly be from much closer to a time period to us than 65 million years ago. At the earliest. So unpacking that. Their explanation of it. Unpack it. Yes. Wrap it in a bow after. <laughs> uh, their explanation. Um, I'm not a scientist. I think this You're is not? I, I'm, I'm taking their word for it that this is how carbon dating works. You can't carbon date the rock. What you have to do is dig under the rock or above the rock and carbon date the material. What? There's just so many jokes I can make about the rock. The rock. <laughs> you can't carbon date them. <laughs> no, you can't. What can you do, though? I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> no, I just said you wanted to make a joke. <laughs> um, so what they do is they can't carbonate the rock, which I don't know if that's exactly accurate. But what they have to do is carbonate a layer of material above or below it that is not rock. Like sediment. What saying. Sediment, thank you. Couldn't get the word out. Uh, is what they're saying, and then they have to assume that that layer in between is between that age. That's what they're that's, right. That's what they are saying that that's what it is, and they're saying that this method is unreliable, even though uh, science is based off of this method, and you use the half life of carbon fifteen, no carbon fifteen, two different carbons. One has a decay rate, one doesn't, and they use that against itself to get the time frame. Oh, that is carbon dating in a nutshell from these guys. If it's accurate, if it's not, I'm very sorry. <laughs> You you said you didn't know. So, yes. Yeah. So these ancient astronaut theorists Woo. getting there. Um, what they believe? They they believe that it's not reliable. Oh. Wonders, and they liars. think that some of these fossils could be a lot closer to us than them. Yeah, like closer to us years. than yes, yes. Now we're getting into the coexisting of ancient 
aliens. I'm rubbing off on you. You're using your hands a lot more. I know. Meanwhile, I'm like trying to sit on mine, so my head's like going all over the place because I got all this energy. (laughs) Um, So taking us from that, they take us to Ica, Peru. In the, oh God, I had it yesterday. I practiced this name yesterday a bunch of times. Okukahi Desert. Ooh, that, if it wasn't right, it, it fucking sounded, sounded good. Mint. It's the confidence level. Akukantutare. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's not. No, I sounded confident. Uh, it's O C U C A J E. Okukahi Desert. Uh, 1961. Workers unearthed a collection of andesite stones of which many depicted human encounters with dinosaurs. This collection of the Ica stones amassed some 20,000 or so with more that weren't um, in good shape or just more that are to be discovered. Gotcha. Anyway, um, these stones range in size from pebbles to boulders. And there was a, uh, I can't remember what he was a doctor of, but this doctor started a museum. I think he was, uh, he started a museum in um, the 60s to amass this collection of them. So he had, like, a giant collection of them all for everyone to study and look at. Right. I think his name was Dr. Carrera, if I remember correctly. I like it. Sounds good. Yes. Carrera. Carrera. Um, so he had all of these together. So if you look up the Ica Andesite Stones or the Ica Stones, you'll see all these. Um, so some of them are depicting human and dinosaur interactions or on there at the same, they're just on the same stone. They also show humans riding dinosaurs. Yeehaw! Yes. You can see Triceratops, you can see T-Rex, Brachiosaurus, and they're all what we, they depict. Uh, did you find it when you looked it up? I'm looking at it, yeah. Okay, so you can see some of them? I, I'm looking at, it looks like a, a human riding a... Would you look up Ica Stones? Ica Stones dinosaurs. Ica Stones dinosaurs. Okay, so if it's, you look that up on so Google, weird there's that, a like, bunch of them. Yeah, so he's the, like riding a dinosaur, but he looks like he's got a, a friend in front of him who's getting his head eaten by the dinosaur they're riding. Right. There's a bunch of them. Anyways, I'm, <laughs> yes. just, I'm staring at this one like, what is going on here? Yes, yeah, so you can see all sorts of different ones. Dino, uh, dinosaurs. You see all different oh. kinds of ones. You can see T-Rexes. You can see tri- the Triceratops. The Triceratops one is really cool because... Yes, what in it. the fuck? Where did they see a Triceratops? Again, they could have dug up some bones. Um, but you got Brachiosaurus, Triceratops, all sorts of different dinosaurs, and you even got humans riding them. Yeah. It is believed that these people either saw the animals or had a serious understanding of them at the very least. So the number of... So then they're saying, well, what if this is a modern day thing that was made? That's not what they're saying. I don't know what the point they're proving with this was, um, but they said that... It happens a lot when these episodes like, oh, okay, thank you for mentioning it. Yeah. They say that the number of stones discovered would mean that one artist would need to carve a thousand of these stones a year for 45 years straight. Thousand for 40... So there's 45,000 stones is what they're saying? Yeah. They said there was probably 50,000 of them. Okay. 20,000 of which were in this collection and they were in good shape. Gotcha. So... The point is that at the very least, um, so they either clearly saw these animals or at the very least had a very good understanding of them. Um, I don't know when the Ica stones are from. They didn't say or I didn't catch it. The Ica stones, let's see what the internet has to provide in Ica stones. It's Uh, crazy. They have uh, two different triceratops looking things. They have one that's like 
really mint looking. Yeah. Which Using my has history on it. So mm-hmm. I'm assuming that's from the episode you watched. And then they have another one where there's a guy who looks like he's smoking a pipe or mm-hmm. maybe he's got one of those blow dart things. He's riding a triceratops. But this triceratops also has like a thing coming out of its mouth. Yeah. Anyway, go check them out. It's pretty fucking cool. When were the Ica stones created? What the fuck? Oh, there's a guy riding a pterodactyl too. Yes, they're fucking crazy. So that uh, Cabrera... Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Must be Dr. Cabrera, the guy I was talking about. Says on the guy cor- you were talking about. Yes. According to the internet, I'm looking up. Uh, Cabrera published a book called The Message of the Engraved Stones of Ica on the subject, discussing his theories on the origins and meanings of the stones. It's argued that these stones were evidence. Oh, God. That man is at least 405 million years old. And for what he calls glip. Tholithic man. Humans from another planet. I just want to know when these things were from. <laughs> That's a different rabbit hole. Either way, these stones are cool. Right. How did they have this understanding of what they looked like? According to ancient astronaut theorists, they fucking saw them and wrote them. This depicts the man is at least... 405 million years old. Yep, that's what I got to. Um, so I wrote in here, they still don't accept the meteor strike and wonder if dinosaurs were hunted to extinction, and if so, by who? <laughs> I think at this point, between the graphics and the nonstop relentless questions like they do, but sometimes they have good answers for it or good evidence. Right. Um, Not this episode. Yep, they wonder if the dinosaurs were hunted to extinction, and if so, by who? Or were they exterminated by E.T.? They think that there was some kind of extermination event that happened. Gotcha. So near-Earth objects hold the key, according to them. Really? Yep. In 2011, the U.S. Space Guard program has... Since 2011, uh, the U.S. Space Guard program has identified... Identified... Has identified 10,000 near-Earth collision objects. But luckily... According to the ancient astronaut theorists, all we need to do is launch a probe that will nudge the asteroid ever so slightly off course with Earth. I guess that makes sense. It would be yeah. You don't want to blow it up because right. blowing up is fucking stupid because then you got shards everywhere. Yep. Instead of one, you got hundred. <laughs> so they say all we need to do is launch a probe to just ever so slightly nudge it. Yeah. I mean, it's so easy. To it's do. like when we're going to the moon, though. Yeah. Like, if you, I was watching Apollo 13 when we were doing it, mm-hmm. and they were just off by a little bit, Yep, which made it so they would overshoot, or not overshoot, but overshoot where they were looking for to mm-hmm. orbit the moon to come back around by a shit yeah, ton. a little bit close. Just a little bit. A fuck done far, depending exactly. on how little. Yeah, so the it angles. makes sense. Yes. That makes sense. Yes. Um, so what it would be defensive to us, they yes. think it would be an offensive strategy for extraterrestrials. Sure. So Giorgio, our boy, he thinks that E.T. directed one towards Earth like we would away from it, as I said. So he thinks that they nudged one into Earth's path, the eight-mile one. Why not? Yep. They must have had, uh, I don't, like, science, right, to do that, though. Yep. You know, the thing that they don't believe in, apparently. Well, yeah. <laughs> Only when it aligns with them. Exactly. <laughs> Only when they're on the you same You can't track. just be like, 
let's push this. Oh, how, far, how far do you think? A little bit. Okay. Yeah. I think we're good now. <laughs> yeah. like, but then again, it's like my episode, they're saying all this stuff, which directly, uh, what's the word? Goes against everything they were saying in your episode. It's just it, it episode to episode. If they you believe watch in things. All eighteen seasons, which we both they're have. gonna contradict themselves. Contradict Got many it. many times. Yes, but and it's just some of the theories. I love watching it though. Some of the theories are they make sense. Like it could be possible. Yeah, some of them are actually. But some there. of them are like dinosaurs, yeah. humans. Yeah, come on. Yeah, and uh, the history buff aspect of me loves watching a lot of that's a lot right. of it for a lot of that but i don't know no. it's, it's a great show they S- luckily don't have a shit ton of wacky no episodes but they do have those out there ones which yeah it's good so as i was saying giorgio thinks that uh an extraterrestrial might have nudged it towards earth he thinks but then there's one guy can't remember his name he knows that it happened that way. He knows for a fact. He was there. Yep. In fact, he thinks it might not have been an asteroid at all, but an ET weapon. Pew, pew. Mm-hmm. Um, Big bomb. In 18... Nope. In 1980, Liz Dexic, uh physicist Luis Alvarez discovered a thin layer of sediment, roughly 65 million years old, that contained high levels of iridium, an element not com- commonly found on Earth. A radioactive element. It is believed that iridium is deposited on Earth through asteroids and meteors, but apparently we also get it from nuclear fallout. And that is proof. That is right. fact there. Right, right, right. That's right. not one of their theories. We get it from the deposits like that. But you get it from both. So yes. You so, can easily make a connection to either one depending on your agenda. Yes. So <laughs> according to what there's proposing and shoving us to is that um it was a weapon that the et used against the dinosaurs to take them out and now that there's an iridium radiated layer basically et nuked dinosaurs (laughs) couldn't possibly have been the fucking asteroids that bombarded earth before (laughs) no um it is believed the iridium deposited on earth through asteroids wow just read that (laughs) So basically, the ET nuked the dinos with the biggest nuke the world has ever seen. And apparently, I didn't know this, and I don't know how true this is, they said that according to um, according to them, they said that dinosaur bones, including, they specifically said T-Rex, I don't know why, um, the T-Rex bones that you see in museums and stuff are actually right. painted with a paint, because, a special type of paint, because the bone, the fossils are radioactive. That I don't know. I knew they were covered. I knew that, but I didn't know that they... I don't know how true that is. You okay? Uh, yeah. Uh, apparently, they're radioactive. Um, that's kind of where they ended that. There, uh, That would be something I have to look up. Yeah. I, there's only two of us to talk about it, but they have like seven or eight, ten people that they bounce the same... Yeah. They say the same exact thing just in their own way to fill it. So that was what they were saying about that. They believe that the explosion was a nuke. You know... It, yeah. There was that element. Iridium. Thank you. Um, ancient Hindu texts also talk of large reptilian beasts the size of buildings that were killed in a mass event by the gods who were angry with them. At this point, they just started throwing out other representations and examples of dinosaurs throughout historical texts. As one would. As one would. Um, so, yeah, they talk about large reptilian beasts the size of buildings. Um, they were killed with a f- uh, by the gods. So... 
real quick. Yep. I did look it up. Yes. It's not uncommon for dinosaur bones to be radioactive, as radioactive elements can leach into bones over time from the surrounding sediment. That's cool. I did not know that. Yeah, I wanted to. Cool. Yeah. We learn something new every day. So it is true that they are radioactive. I wanted to look that up so That's that we could just wild. leave them hanging. Yeah, know? no. There you go, listeners. We got you. Um, on-site research. <laughs> or on-spot. Thanks, on-site. Jamie. <laughs> Jamie. Yeah. Do you not listen to Joe Rogan? Podcast, okay. So he's got a. He, our podcast is just us. Yes, <laughs> but he's got, he's got a team. He's got a team, but, but he's got he one started guy. out just himself. Yes. and Samaria. So, so he's got one guy, Jamie. Mm-hmm. We'll listen in, and whenever him and whoever else, because he interviews everybody, uh, to talk about something. He has a big TV. He'd be like, Jamie, can you pull that up real quick? And he's got a dude who literally pull it up on the TV for them to look at and talk about. That's pretty cool. It is fun. It's uh, yeah. Back to um, your regular schedule program. <laughs> so. After the Hindu text they had to talk about, um, the episode turns to modern-day dinosaurs with the animals that are the descendants of them today and possess the question, how did they survive if the meteor wiped out all the dinosaurs and also why just the dinosaurs, as I talked about earlier. Um, they begin to examine modern creatures and talk about how a scientist discovered blood cells in a T-Rex femur and the possibility of a modern-day Jurassic Park. Typical filler, I said. And yeah. Towards the end of the episode, you're at the 37 minute mark. You got another you get 10 the, minutes. The wonky fucking yeah, ones, right? And you start getting shit thrown at you. Um, but then, Ooh. they turn to the DNA topic. Mm-hmm. Um, they possess that the ET could have been doing gene manipulation as we do now, but back then, and just made the dinosaurs smaller and more manageable to pave the way for humans to either be introduced or. Um, allowed to progress to where we are today. Interesting. So both our episodes talk about gene manipulation, just yes. different um, yeah. topic of it. So yeah, so they think that maybe the ET, they uh, pose the question, did the ET make them smaller, more manageable, manageable, docile, whatever have you? So that way it paves the way for us to become right. where we are, whether th- I, through them, sorry, nope. or through our own evolution progression. Yeah. Uh, it would make I mean, if they're manipulating us to... Advance our evolution, not education, our evolution. Yes. Why wouldn't they be able to do it with other creatures? Right. Like, it makes total sense. Yeah. and they kind In of, a wacky way. Yes. And they kind of end the episode with it saying, like, uh, if the dinosaurs had survived and thrived instead of being um, wiped out, whether yeah. however it happened, it would not have allowed humans to grow to be the dominant species on Earth today. And what would it have looked like if they, if the dinosaur had become the dominant species on Earth to this day, millions of years later? Right. And then it just kind of runs through the last five minutes of question after question after question after <laughs> summary after summary. As they, as as it they does. do. Yep. So that was my episode on aliens and dinosaurs. Season four, episode ten. Bravo. So now let's go into our, I guess it's not a new segment. We're reoccurring. This is the second time we're going to do it. We're just going to leave it as is. Mm-hmm. Puzzling Puzzles. Puzzling Puzzles with J and L. It's puzzle time. It Beautiful. It's puzzle time. It's puzzle time. And I just threw my phone. That was fun so here we go first question i have directed towards my main man now we have to go back remember this is 
off my episode. So, yes. are these ancient tales of superhuman beings extraterrestrial in nature? Could it be? Am I? Are you getting an answer from me? From if you have anything to, yeah, it could be. Could be because <laughs> that's a great answer, and we're moving <laughs> on. I guess. Yeah. Superheroes are from alien. Well, some superheroes are aliens in the comics. They sure are. Do you think there's a connection between aliens and today's superheroes comics? Uh, what they call it? Genetic memory. Genetic memory. Yes. Could be. Are we trying to reconnect with our, with ancient beings from long ago that we encountered? Through genetic memory, could be. <laughs> I'm just here so I don't get fined. Um, people who watch football will understand that. I don't get it. I know you don't. Is this is this a case of misunderstood technology or godlike beings disguising themselves like humans? I'm going to go with the technology. Yeah, I mean, I agree with the technology. Mm. Ancient cultures seeing technology that have never seen technology before, and it's advanced technology on top of that. Mm-hmm. They would interpret it as magic or, yeah, or like, um, supernatural. It's called the Afghan battery. The Afghan battery. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Like, that's technology. It is. But they thought it was like sorcery with electricity. What is this thing? Were we created as an experiment in the past and our genetic memory of this being the reason we created superheroes today to relive it? Mm, Maybe. Um, That kind of gets to some some, uh, other big questions you could talk about with things in our field, like... Our field? Our field of uh, uh, entertainment. Oh, okay. I'm t- I was confused. I'm like, what, are we scientists now? Well, when did I this am. happen? <laughs> um, no, were, were we, are we um, an experiment? Mm-hmm. Something mm-hmm. I kind of uh, subscribe to thinking is simulation theory. Or are, are we a simulation? We'll talk. We'll do an episode on simulation theory. We will. But and you'll lead like, it because I don't know much about it. So. Yeah, it's good. So were we an experiment? Was that was your question? Could be. <laughs> I agree. Could be. It sounds just like the ancient aliens. Could be. Could be. Maybe. <laughs> have we already had an upgrade in the past? Remember the ne- Neanderthal thing? Mm-hmm. Like, Double have we already had an upgrade? Yeah. yeah. Could be. And <laughs> and we're just, yeah. What do you think? Oh, I agree. I believe we could be genetically, could be. <laughs> genetically engineered. Uh, could be. If so, if we have been genetically altered in the past, mm-hmm. are we becoming more and more like our makers through our own technology breakthroughs, technological breakthroughs, and genetic advances? Could be. Could be. <laughs> I guess this is just running down a bunch of questions that could be, and you, the listener, can chime in with what you yes, have. Yes, this is theirs. Yes. Are modern-day superheroes inspired by our desire to reconnect with these advanced Beings from our past. Could be. <laughs> <laughs> but there's how many times can you ask almost the same question? Right. That's all they do. I got I got two more here. Let's got see it. how close they are. Are our heroes becoming more and more likely to be our future selves and what we will be capable of in the future? Now, first off, I don't think... That's possible. But if it is, that's fucking awesome. I'd love to have some super strength or something. Want some superpowers? Absolutely. All right, you get, you get uh, one superpower. What would you pick? Oh, fuck. That's a hard one. I mean, that's tough. 
I wouldn't want a flight tough. because yeah, flying everywhere sounds great. And there could be a lot of things that go wrong. Yeah, you know, uh, you fly in the wrong airspace or getting shot at that because your flight, you're not indestructible. Yep, getting hit by birds. You go high enough where you run out of uh, oxygen. Exactly, Uh, flying a storm. Um, I don't want invisibility. That just seems creepy. I'd be the local creep. I wouldn't be the local creep. I'm just whatever. We're gonna gloss past that one. The local creep. (laughs) I guess I would pick super strength. Super strength. Or indestructibility, one of those two. Mm-hmm. Um, both have their advantages, and mm-hmm. I can't find too many dis. I'm going to go indestructibility. Mm-hmm. Uh, super here, super, our super strength, I could see some disadvantages in the bedroom. Mm. Yeah. How about you? What would you Just pick? ask Hulk and Black Widow. <laughs> exactly. Um, <laughs> one, as a giant comic book lover, I've always been... Um, uh, favorable to is uh, telekinesis just because oh. you can hit a lot of points mm-hmm. a lot of powers with it yeah um, because you can you can make yourself fly you can pick up almost any object depending on the limits of your telekinesis strength so you can pick up objects so you get super strength there you can make yourself fly and I don't know I think it'd be cool to move shit with your mind that would be I didn't think of telekinesis can te- oh my telekinesis <laughs> oh my psychokinesis <laughs> called in the one episode um. <laughs> so how about you guys? Why don't you write in uh, on the comments, of course, and tell us what you would become. Yeah. Or what superpower, not what you'd become. Uh, you become what you want to become. But you what become superpower super would you have? if you want to be. And I have actually kind of going in line with this. Mm-hmm. Uh, the last question they asked was, do we have special abilities hidden within us? I, I wish so. Well, you know, there are stories of of super quote unquote super strength, like when someone gets surprised or mm-hmm. they pick up a car to save someone. Yeah. Like so I guess it's not totally implausible. Mm-hmm. So it'd be pretty cool if there was though. Yeah. Okay. My puzzling puzzles. Yes, please. Might the dinosaurs have been the target of extermination? Yes. Okay. Could be. Oh, could be. Sorry. I had the wrong answer. <laughs> Is the only answer to how the only answer to the question of how ancient peoples could depict such accurate dinosaurs be human to dinosaur interaction? As ancient astronaut theorists believe. Yes. Could be. <laughs> um, is it possible that our earliest ancestors met dinosaurs and passed the knowledge down from generation to generation? Possibly. Were the dinosaurs hunted down to extinction, and if so, by who? Me. You did it? My dinosaur it. hunter? Oh, oh, what's the name of that guy? Hold on a second. Muldoon. Muldoon. Jurassic Park. Yeah, yeah in epi- or the second one, episode two. In the second one, right? First one. Oh, the guy that got eaten on the, the shitter. Dude. Bald dude. No, that's the lawyer. Or am I wrong? No, then it is the second one. He went to the island to... Not the Prime Minister of New Zealand. What the fuck? <laughs> He's a sexy man. No, no. Robert Muldoon. It's Ukraine. Never mind. Yeah, that's right. What? Yeah, the game warden. You're thinking of the bald guy from the second one. Oh. I'm talking about Muldoon, the raptor dude at the beginning. Clever girl. Clever girl. That that's guy. right. See, I'm right. What is that guy's name in the second one? Any whore. <laughs> Any whore? Also, could the E.T. 
have manipulated the genes of dinosaurs to make them either a smaller and more dominant or just kill them. Uh, so that way it paves the way for humans. Yes. Could be. So that's puzzling puzzles. It's puzzle time. Uh, so that's puzzling puzzles with JNL on our ancient aliens. Please, honestly, any of these questions or anything, like fucking messages. Just uh, feel free to write us in general. <laughs> comment Somebody on our, write us. Follow us on Instagram. <laughs> comment on our Instagram post. That's kind of that'd be quicker. That'd be that'd be a good way to reach out to us. We both are are commonly on that. Oh, by the way. A couple weeks back to Mr. Sasquatch, I do want your autograph. Thank you for listening. We appreciate it. Yes. And, uh, yeah, that is Ancient Aliens in a nutshell. Uh, if you guys like it, like this kind of uh, episode, just let us know. We'll do more of it. Maybe it'll be a Patreon thing, so check yeah. that out in the future. So definitely tell us when the first, well, this is the ninth episode. So the first nine episodes, next week will be a tenth one. We have many different styles. What are you enjoying the most about the the bird is telling us, but we can't understand them. <laughs> what do you tell? What do you like most about each episode, or about the episodes, so we can incorporate it more into yes, con- continuous episodes, into further episodes? Yeah, that's a better word than continuous. Yeah, I love it. So, Lennon, wrap it up, baby. So, this was episode nine. Follow us next. Follow us and listen next Monday for episode ten. Episode ten is going to be pretty awesome. We are doing an investigation. Yes, I cannot wait. Um, well, we're doing an investigation about three weeks before. Yes. <laughs> yeah, we're doing it next week of recording. This would be different for you guys. Yes. Um, so look forward to that. Make sure you listen to that. We'll have uh, we'll, we'll figure out the logistics of how cool that's going to be, and it'll be the first of many, hopefully. A lot of tools we just bought for that. Yeah, we're going squatching, bitches. <laughs> <laughs> nope, we're going ghost hunting. Yep. Uh, this time we are. Um, so yeah, write us, uh, an email if you'd like to get in touch with us, suggest stuff, um, just reach out to us if you want, uh, at dtscast at gmail.com. Tell us what you love, what you don't love, yep. and any suggestions you have that you'd like to incorporate. Yes. Be sure to rate us and review us on your podcast platform of choice. Uh, we're on Instagram at D don't touch my Sasquatch pod on Instagram. Comment on there if you'd like to hear from us. Um, this has been episode nine. Thank you guys for listening. And we will catch you next Monday. Remember, stay curious, be vigilant, and don't touch my Sasquatch. He's my fuzzy little guy. Don't do it. (laughs) Peace. See you. Dr. Squatch, you text me, but support us. I got to stop moving my hand because I keep it in the mic. It's kind of funny. <laughs> so us being genetically, I hit the hands down. If I just put my hands in my lap, it wouldn't be a problem. <laughs> I don't know what to do with my hands. <laughs> okay. That's just a little sidebar tangent. Quick cut. Quick cut. Get quiet. Get quiet. Jesus, this was fucking banter. (laughs) (laughs) Organic banter, damn it. (laughs) Was Riddle Me This. Yes. Um, A nod to the classic. Because of this episode. Batman villain. Exactly. Two-Face. We can call it something else down the line. No, no, down the line. It's definitely the Riddler. (laughs) Oh, I wasn't even listening to you. (laughs) I was waiting for you to catch him. (laughs) (laughs) I don't remember it too well. He was banished from Mount Olympus. Oh, my Lord. So, the alien...
in ancient Sumerian. Shit. <laughs> wow, you came in hot. Yes. Please interrupt me. See them as today based off. Go. It was right by my drink. His nuts were like in it. But it has. <laughs> what the fuck happened? Mid sentence, I just watched. <laughs> Tons of drink just come down your face. Okay. <laughs> um, God damn it, I'm saying um now. No ums. No ums. What is this one? The Monument of the Gods and the 70,000 year old sacred snake rock. No rabbit holes. Gotcha. No rabbit holes. I'm a multitasking son of a bitch. So that finishes the episode on where the fuck I was going to. Thank introduce. you. Thank you all. Thank you. I'd like to thank the Academy. Thank you for joining us today and through that. Oh, so hi. <laughs> Fuck me. Oh, thanks. Damn it.